temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What's going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this Wednesday morning. We're following up on a quiet night of sports, obviously. Uh, but tonight it gets a little bit uh, a little bit more action. 76ers and Heat. Not another chance to see Buddy Heald. Maybe a chance to see Kyle Lowry. We'll see if he suits up tonight for the 76ers. Uh, Phil's first day of full spring training today for pitchers and catchers, that is. So we'll get into that. Hassan Redick, uh, you know, the, the report yesterday that he did not ask for a trade. No surprise there, but we'll get into that extensively. And really big picture with the Eagles as well. Some flyer stuff. All of it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Rich Rich. Hello there, Joe. Hello there, Johnny. I, pet parents in the U.S. will spend $2.14 billion on their pets today for Valentine's Day. $2.14 billion on yeah. their pets. And that is what, in a lot of instances, is, well, should I say it? Should I say it, John? Be very say careful. What? Yeah, what are you about to say? A waste of money. Ugh, no way. In, in some instances. See, I love my dog more than life itself, and I never thought to buy him a Valentine's Day gift. Well, I didn't know that smart. this was a thing. But, uh-huh. Devin, is your dog, like, cute and yes. cuddly and yes. no problems there? My problem is with the big, mean dog. That's <laughs> ha- where I it's a, a waste. Pitbull, Joe. The, yeah, yeah Pitbull out. Big, mean, he's out. He's adorable. He ain't adorable. He's a yeah. Pitbull. No, like, he's not. He's, I don't like snarls. Snarls. I don't like uh, bump into my leg. I don't like uh, bark at me. I don't like bark at me a 50th time. Out! I'm not getting him a traditional Valentine's yeah. Day gift, but he loves pizza crust, so I will order a pizza tonight for him. Yeah, As you should, Ria. Man, how about that? All right, happy, val- just, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Hope everyone is I love animals. a good, good start of Valentine's Day. Love animals, love dogs, love cats. I just I know that these, my animals never had any idea that it was Valentine's Day, so I uh, didn't of course give not. them anything for Valentine's That's right. Day. That's right. Just like the horse that a, runs in the Kentucky Derby. It was a more Derby. practical approach, yeah. Yeah. But, but I look, more power to you okay. if you want to play it up and, and sure. get fancy. No, no, no power to you. And I just want to say this wait, about wait, horses. Wait, no, don't say that. No, no, no. And I, no no, and I got to say this you. about horses. I think it's fun. Hold on, John. When I For hear others. when I hear reporters and commentators and sports and fans talk about a horse getting up for a big race. They don't even know what a big race is. So, enough. Uh-huh. Enough. Okay? Enough. But they but they do know what competing is. They do know what racing is. And they probably understand uh, they, what it feels like to win. They just to run be their, out there in the lead with the other horses struggling to flank 
They just run their fastest, John. That's all they do is run their fastest. I know. All right, let's get to it here because uh, Hassan Reddick, some news yesterday, and and nothing within this was surprising. Let's listen to Jordan Schultz's report. Jordan Schultz from Bleacher Report. We obviously spent a lot of time yesterday talking about Hassan. Listen to Jordan Schultz, the latest, uh, as he reported it, on the Hassan Reddick situation. Hassan Reddick just spoke to Eagles All-Pro pass rusher Hassan Reddick, who tells me he never requested a trade, wants to say in Philadelphia, quote, I would like to get an extension done here at home at no point did I ever tell the organization I want to be traded and then uh, Reddick has one year left on his deal with no guaranteed money left this is home for me I was born and raised here two of the most fun years playing football my life came here I cherish being an eagle all right, so listen, to me that makes perfect sense and doesn't surprise. I know some people are like, oh, this change, this doesn't change anything. So Hassan Reddick also came out on social media yesterday and wrote the following, never asked for a trade. However, however, I do understand it's a business preparing for whatever is next. He didn't ask for a trade. He asked for more money. And God bless him. He should ask for more money. He's a great, he's a great football player. So look, you can comment on sort of like day two of the Hassan Reddick situation, where you think it goes, what you make of it all, at 215-592-9494. John, there really is a bigger question in mind, though, today. Um, because it ties into the Reddick thing. We touched briefly on it yesterday. But it is certainly worth more of a, a deep dive than, than we did yesterday. And, and it relates to, to this question. Is there a Super Bowl window open for the Eagles in the 2024 season? And the reason I ask that is because it directly ties into the Reddick thing. And I I really want to hear from everyone today. I want to hear from you at 215-592-9494. I mean, guys, we've been through twists and turns, peaks and valleys, middle of the roads, and everything in between with the Eagles for however many decades you've been alive. And it is usually somewhat easy to sense whether the Eagles have a Super Bowl window open. Now, I will admit, sometimes a Super Bowl window was open and we didn't know it. 2017, I mean, we weren't, like, picking Super Bowl, nor for most people in 2022 were they picking Super Bowl. Um, So sometimes you do get some unexpected. But I wonder, because here's why it ties into the Reddick thing. Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie need to decide – whether they want to commit big money for a number of years to Hassan Reddick, three or four years, let's call it. I don't think it'd be a fifth year. And, and so it's essentially an overpay for what they'd want to do. But the question is, are they good enough right now? Can they get this back on track? There's still great talent on offense. There's no talent on defense. Well, limited talent on defense. Can they get this thing back on track to justify giving Hassan Reddick the kind of money he wants over three or four years, which would involve, you know, a little bit of a salary cap, eh, not ideal situation, but you're good enough, so let's go for it. John, are they good enough? Is the Eagles, in your opinion, John, I mean, this is going to be a big old topic this whole offseason and how he's got to face this one. John, are they good enough to justify it? Yes, they are good enough. I know it sounds like I have my head in the clouds, uh, to some degree. It's a tough one to it answer. It is early to make this assessment, but I'm going to say, yeah, look, I'm not going to rule it out. Of, of course, they have an opportunity to continue to improve. I do believe we just hit rock bottom over the last seven games of this season, so it's only up from here. Get ready for that ascent. Uh, the defense 
can certainly reinvent itself with a new defensive coordinator. That's going to be a necessary part of this process if we are going to have it in us to go and be a Super Bowl contender. So that's doable. You got a new DC coming in. You're going to have to work some magic in terms of cap and like just like we're dealing with with, with Hassan right sure. now. Yeah. If you can get guys like that back on whatever he's owed this year, $15 million, that goes a long way to helping your defense be a better defense. Uh, our defense can be good with Vic Fangio leading the way. We've seen the, the, the KG veteran defensive coordinator take some time off and then come back with a vengeance. Steve Spagnolo, I yeah. went to her, I went to his house for – Thanksgiving, I'm sorry, for Halloween three years ago, right. whatever it was. Right. Here in Philly, he was taking time with his family to, to regroup. There are, and, and then he came back with the vengeance. He is amongst the, the greatest to ever do it right now, it looks like. Uh, I, I just think it's important that we, we get the defense right. That's possible. The quarterback can be in the conversation well, that's at the, the top of this league. That's the big question, John. That's the, the biggest quarterback question is we've seen him perform at the highest level. He needs to get back. He needs to reclaim a lot of that greatness because some of it dissipated. But he's got two new coaches in this equation now. Two new coaches who are devoted to focusing on him. The quarterback coach, the the offensive coordinator, they're going to coach him up. They're going to work on all the little things uh, that he got away from last season that added up. So Jalen can be much better. And the the defense can surprise people. The defense should surprise people. We're, we're coming from a place. Well, of but the no defense also might stink. I mean, they, they really need a lot of new players. I mean, that, that's the to me the two big the complete unknown. The but two biggest questions. It's impossible for this right. team to get there to be good, to be great, to be a Super Bowl contender. There's no way I'm going to say that. I'm ready to go there. This team has the. A lot of the ingredients that you need. Well, notable, and, and again, everyone can weigh in at 215-592-9494. Notable in the odds uh, that came out after Super Bowl 58 was over that the Eagles do have the eighth best chance, according to the odds makers, to win the Super Bowl. And you look at that. And it feels a little weird because they felt they felt like they were in a different galaxy. They did at by the, the end, end of the, of the year. season they did. because they fell apart. But when they, they, they reorganize, they regroup, they get back together, you got new coaches to, to bring new ideas, just like they talked about. The teams that we're tied with are the Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins. You know, for the, the best odds to yeah. win the Super Who Bowl. Who are legit The contenders. Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins, yeah. when I think of them, they're formidable opponents. But I will say this. Sometimes odd maker, odds makers have it wrong or betters have it wrong. Like, I'll tell you this. I remember before that Eagles-Bucks game, the Eagles were favorite. And I was like, why? I mean, like, what have I seen? What have any of us seen in the last month and a half that says the Eagles are going to beat Tampa Bay? And not only do they not beat Tampa, they got okay. their doors blown off. Well, that's an outlier. Normally no, I mean, maybe, maybe it like is. They maybe really it is. know what they're doing. Look, here, here's the deal, and, and there's a lot to drill down on, and we want to hear from you at 215-592-9494. As you assess the Hassan Reddick situation, do you think there is still a Super Bowl window open for the Eagles in 2024. Obviously, in October and November, we did not conceive of the concept that the Eagles Super Bowl window in 2024 could be closed. It seemed impossible. seemed ridiculous. I mean, they were 10-1, and 1, and so, of course, it was going to be open for February of 2024 and then still for the 2024 season for, you know, January and February 2025. At this point, I- I'll say this. 
Is it technically open? Yeah, technically. Because teams can come sort of out of nowhere in the NFL. We've seen it. This was an aberration Hold this on. year. So you're saying we're an out of nowhere Here, type team Here's now? what I'm telling you. I don't think the Eagles window is open enough to overpay Hassan Reddick. I, I think the Eagles window, if you want to say that door is open, it is open with a slither. And the reason I say that is because I don't believe in the defense. And I, I'm on shaky ground with Jalen Hurts. Now, look, guys, 12 months ago, he almost won the Super Bowl. And other than dropping the football in the one play, I think he largely did outplay Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to say largely, but, but to an extent, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Hurts played a great Super Bowl. He really did. So it's, it's in there. But the problem is, as defenses have made adjustments to him, is he – is he really capable of making the adjustments necessary to the defense? I think we will find out. I think we will find out if he's capable because I think the coaching staff knows they got to put different stuff out there. And it's going to be a sink or swim for Hurts. It is. It's going to be like, dude, we're going to find out. And, and we will. But, but the reason I say that the, the door while open is only a sliver open is because I have my doubts on Hurts. I think sliver is the word you're looking for. I think it's important that Hassan Reddick get back here if we're going to continue with this idea that we're a Super Bowl team. Like, if Hassan gets back here on a $15 million deal that well, counts he, $21 million well, against he won't the cap, be. He won't be. which is what Slay ended up doing last year when, when Slay was given the opportunity to, to per, yeah. uh, seek a trade. But you and I he both think coming back people, on that same deal. Yeah, but that's not going to happen this time. I, not going to happen. I think other teams will gobble him Correct. up. Correct. And, and so that's a problem. It would be great if we could get him back. We can't afford him. Because we got to rebuild the defense. Meanwhile, you know this 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 defense is going to have to look a lot different and be a lot different in the way that they play to have give us a chance this year. Yeah. I think they can do that though. Well, look, even without Hassan Reddick, especially if we get another guy, Jason Kelsey, back on the offensive side of the ball, the offense can carry this team. The defense can be good enough. To you know, yeah, hang do enough out. to keep us hanging. Guys, right? we'll ask you that question at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Can the defense be good enough to support the offense to be a, a legit Super Bowl contender? Can the offense? Will the offense with Hurts get back on track? I mean, there's so much to this. Really, what we're asking you is: Are the Eagles a legitimate Super Bowl contender, or are they just an outsider's puncher's chance? Because it does tie into the Reddick thing with how you strategize. I mean, we see it in sports all the time. If you don't think the window's open, a lot of times you'll trade the player and say, okay, we'll take the draft picks and we'll reconfigure things for the future. What, in your opinion, is the proper path for the Eagles as it relates to Reddick? And again, the bigger question, is a Super Bowl window open for the Eagles in 2024? Your phone calls, 215-592-9494. A lot to get into today. Happy Valentine's Day to all. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even pop. 
podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. A lot of love. It's a love day. Valentine's Day. Good morning to all. All right, so no uh, Kyle Lowry tonight for the Sixers, but you will get Buddy Heald, who has gotten off to a good start with the Sixers. A couple games in. Playing good ball, and we'll another chance to see him tonight against the Heat. Heat, a team the Sixers will be competing with down the stretch of the season this year for seeding. So this they game crushed the Bucks last night. Yeah, this game matters tonight. Uh, I mean, you do want to uh, try to be in that top six and not. Uh... So what's the deal here, Wechter? Wechter in for Seltzer. What Robert Plant on speak? Is that like we got? Oh, I did the instrumental version on that one. Yeah. I Why? Did. I just thought it was. I, yeah. I didn't think we were giving away the. Uh... Well, I mean, how do I, like, let me, let me give you a for instance. So you play that because sure. it's a whole lot of love, right? Yes. So, like, if you don't know Zeppelin, maybe you're a youngin. Like, how do you know, how do you know it's a whole lot of love? You, know, you never said it. No, I didn't. I mean, I the point was it's Valentine's Day, right? Well I, well, I was keeping it a secret for what uh, we might be doing there you go. Stop I, picking on poor Joe. Uh, you know what? I, 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 yeah, I just go in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Wechter in for a six seltzer today, but uh, Joe, hello, buddy. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just playing around. All right, let's go to the phone. So, this Eagle season. Uh, worth it, sort of, so to speak? Like, are they good enough to give Reddick more than they'd want to give him? I mean, that's that's kind of the question as it relates to Reddick. But the bigger and broader question is, is the Super Bowl window still open? The way it finished at the end of 2023, you know, my instinct would be no. The way it was for most of 2023, my answer would be yes. The way the oddsmakers size it up with the Eagles having the eighth best chance to win the Super Bowl, the answer would be yes. What happened with San Francisco and Kansas City playing the Super Bowl this year, it was really an aberration. It's it's rare in recent history the two teams in the top five entering the season from an odd standpoint actually playing the Super Bowl. Much more often than not, you get like a 2022 Eagles, out of, sort of out of nowhere. 2017 Eagles, out of nowhere. The, the Bengals that one year, year two of Joe Burrow, out of nowhere. You get a lot of out of nowheres. So as you size this thing up, is the Super Bowl window open for the Eagles? Let's go to the phones. Let's kick it off with Louie right now. Good morning, Louie. Hey, good morning, Joe, John, Rhea. Hey, first-time caller, long-time listener. I'm dying to get on. I have to speak on this. That's, thanks for calling us, Louie. Thanks so much, buddy. Hey, hey mad respect for you guys, man. It's very kind. It is very kind. Probably too kind. Yeah, I would have I think so. maybe limited respect. Yeah. Mad respect. That's t- yeah, I, I don't even know that respect hey, is necessary. Have it for this. Richie. I mean, he played against Ray Lewis. Have it, it for him. Louis. Not, hey, not I, for the rest hey, of us. I got it for both of you guys. You get everybody up. And get <laughs> I would prefer that you not have it for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. All right, Louie. Hassan Reddick in the Eagles. What are you thinking here? Hey, look, our window's still open, man. Hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm a homer. Just like Hassan, I'm a homer. I'm from Camden. Yep. I respect what he did all, over the years. Respect him off the field, first and foremost, and on the field for what he have, have done for the city of Camden and Philly also. So I'm, I'm going to just take this right and say, how we stop playing with the man? If you got to kick it down the road, pay the kid. He's a beast on the field. We need him to win the Super Bowl. 
Everybody else is might might be interchangeable. Some of these uh, cornerbacks get switched out, but you got to pay Hassan, man. You have to pay the kid. Well, Louie, I hear your heart speaking. And I mean, let me it's ask you this: It's not what's Louis. best for the team. Yeah, Louie, I get Louie. I got to ask you a direct question. Super Bowl window open? Yes or no? It, for sure, it is. Okay. It has to be right now. With with Jalen getting uh, tuned up this off season, he's going to have a, a better offensive coordinator there for sure. Right, and then you got Vic Fangio, who, who has shown last year in the Super Bowl last season, helping these guys get right on the line on defense. Hassan has played under Vic Fangio, and he played awesome. And it'll continue next year, man. You'll see like the growth in him, and he's very talented. And not only him, you got Jalen Carter, who's growing also, and you got Sweat. Hey, man, it starts in the trenches, right, Joe? Well, right. yeah, it does. But here's the thing. Sweat, I think, took a step backwards. You don't know if you're going to have Fletcher Cox. I mean, that's another big thing, Louie. Like, we don't know if Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey are going to choose to play. Well, to be honest, look, man, it, I'm, 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 it's hard for me to say this. I'm a longtime Eagle fan mm-hmm. since, since I can remember. But it's time to hang it up, man. All these guys wow. got to hang it up and make room. For these young guys, bringing new talent, we have to start moving. Well, forward. I'll tell you this, Louis: if it's they don't have say, Kelsey, we es- have to look for it. Kelsey, especially if they don't have them, that makes it harder to win the Super Bowl. You no, know, it does. They also do, but a lot harder. Draft jerk. Didn't we draft jerk <laughs> to help out on that? that yeah, aspect? but but is he is it, he going to be Kelsey? Hold on, Joe. But didn't he have one of the best, if not the best, center ever as an Eagle? to work under and, and yeah. grow from, and why isn't he growing? And why isn't that, you yeah, know, but that Yeah, but it's not that. First well, of all, I, Louis, we don't know what it's going to look yeah. like with Cam yeah, making the calls and, these, and that sort of thing. we got to give these guys a chance. We well, they will get it. True. Eventually they'll get it. I, I feel a lot more comfortable having Jason Kelsey making the calls than anyone else because yeah. he's the one who's been <laughs> oh, making them. And, and hey. right now he's helping Jalen Hurts be a better quarterback making those calls because that's the quarterback and the center's job. Hey, Louie, Louie, I need you to do me a favor my man i need you to louis louis i need you to do me i need you to call our show frequently you're an outstanding caller i appreciate it man and i'm a diehard eagle fan hey hey happy valentine's day y'all take care and uh uh see y'all in the super bowl next you you got it buddy louis great call all right speaking of valentine's day you got a chance today uh, when you're calling on the show at 215-592-9494 this valentine's day to win a pair of tickets to see creed at the ppl center in allentown this is december 2nd tickets on sale uh, at ticketmaster.com now i reference valentine's day because obviously it's a day for love and we'll ask you today the best what did you just know, do I just, there I just, it was a little weird a little weird <laughs> uh i'll ask you today when you call in for the best love song of all time i mean listen i would I would guess that maybe half the songs in the world are actually love songs. I mean, a huge percentage of songs are love songs. So which is the best love song? Maybe not like the best song, but which is the best love? Like really speaks to love. Mm. Unrequited love, uh, requited love, love lost, love gained, love yearned for. can be any kind of love. John Ritchie, when you think of a love song and everyone that Tainted. Tainted love. That's another one. Nice. Tainted love. Is that where we're going? Sexy love. Sexy love. Yeah. yeah. I Best love Joe, song, 215-592-9494. What do you got? There is a definitive answer to this, this question, okay. and it's from 1966. Percy Sledge 
When a man loves a woman is the most heartfelt, moving, romantic uh, song anyone's ever heard. It, it, it's truly, it captures the essence of love. Spectacular, yeah. Truly. I mean, I will say it's a little sexist. He's viewing it through the man's prism. I mean, maybe there's a, a lady out there that says, what oh. about when a woman loves a man? That's true. You ever think about that there, Richie I, Rich? I did not no, think about no, it in that direction, no. and I should. I feel like someone had to have reworked it at some point in history to me. Yeah. It is a great one. All right, Devin, a great, and everyone, 215-592-9494. In addition to whether the Eagles have a Super Bowl window that is open, slightly open, or shut for the 2024 season, Devin, the best love song ever is which one? And I don't know if you're going Mount Rushmore. Richie just grabs a Mount Rushmore. Hey. It's like he just takes Abe Lincoln's face right off of Mount Rushmore. Percy Sledge had man? 12 children during his lifetime. Oh, Jeez. wow. That's a lot he of love. A, yep. That is a lot of love. Man and woman loving. All right, Devin, give me an answer for the best love song. So I think this is probably a Mount Rushmore. Uh, Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis. I feel big. like it's been uh, covered by so many other artists, too, through the years, but I love that song. Very big. Wector in for Seltzer today. Wector, a great love song. I'm pivoting because she just took mine. Okay. Oh, I'm going with uh, Pete Townsend. Let my love open the door. Love that one. Oh, that's a great song. These are all great answers. Ray, when you think of a love song, what hits you? I'm not going to take a haymaker, but I'm going to take one of my favorite, uh, The Cure, Just Like Heaven. All right. A lot of big answers available here today at 215-592-9494 for the greatest love song of all time. Whoever provides it is going to win the Creed tickets. Up ahead, we'll show the love to Jason Kelsey. He's got a big old decision to make. Seems like he's got about a month until the start of the new league year in March, start of NFL free agency, to probably make the decision of whether he'll play or not again. We'll get into that topic. Shield Kapadia will join us, and we'll rock all your calls on all of these topics. Shout out to Cameron Jenner your phone calls, what to do with Reddick, and whether the Eagles have a Super Bowl window currently open. Plus, greatest love song of all time. Which is it? Let us know. 215-592-9494. Powerful. Can't keep his mind on nothing else. He'll change the world for a good thing he's found. I always feel a little guilty jumping in here to talk. It's also a great movie, by the way. Is that the one with Meg I don't Ryan? agree that that yeah. movie. I, I, it was I saw that movie in the theater and it was like dark. Ugh. You don't think it's great, though? Wrenching. Well, of course it's oh. wrenching. That's the whole point. I don't think I was ready for that movie when I went to the theater that day. I think I, I, I went to the theater. My mom was visiting... And we were looking for, you know, like a, a light. I think it was a matinee we went to together. Man, it did not achieve the, the, the desire. I had goal. a different take on what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone knew you're walking in a movie about massive alcoholism. Oh, it was, but oh so rough. It is rough. Rough, rough. Uh, yeah. But, you know, well acted. It was quality, certainly. yeah. yeah. Uh, AMA coming up today at 7 o'clock. Uh, you got to get those questions in. Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. Three ways to interact with the show in addition to the regular phone line. What do you want to know? Get the questions in. AMA. We'll hit that at the top of the hour. Also, Shil Kapati will join us shortly. Let's also get to not one, but two different Twitter poll questions of the day today. Both brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. It's truck season in Armin. Uh, available 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on all new light-duty Armin Silverados. Together, let's drive to ArminChevy.com. Question number one, is the uh, Eagle Super Bowl window open? 
for the 2024 season. Is there an open Super Bowl window for the Eagles 2024, yes or no? Second question. This one is, boy, talk about wrenching. This one's going to put people in a bind. So we're going to show the love to Jason Kelsey today um, because, look, he deserves it. It's Valentine's Day. We all love Kelsey. He's an amazing guy. He's an amazing football player. He has um, really uniquely, I don't want to say burst on the national scene, but he's he's on a national scene on a level very few athletes have ever been, if any, that have been active players in Philly sports. Of course, we don't know if he's active anymore. So if you want to, today when you call in at 215-592-9494, show Kelsey the love. Like, John, um, if you were to try to convince Jason Kelsey to play, what would you say to him? Let's say he's listening to you right now. What would you say? First, Jason, I'm in love with you. I, I really am. I mean, geez, we, wow. when we picked the best uh, the best players in Philly sports, in 50 period, years, yeah, you picked them one. I really do believe that. Like this guy is that great at the well, sport. Not above like, Mike Schmidt the, and Joe Frazier, but yeah, he's the he's best great. at his position in the sport, and that's like inarguable every year. I agree. Like the, I agree. And and he goes out there uh, just. Never complains, uh, puts his head down, digs deep. Uh, he's a warrior. We all know that. But then he has these unbelievable thoughts that he puts out there. He's so so bright and, and thoughtful and a great leader and everything, yeah. everything. He's fascinating. Team. He really is. I really want what's best for Jason Kelsey. But what's best for Jason Kelsey is also what's best for the Eagles, and that's bringing – Jason Kelsey back, <laughs> playing for this team, making the protection calls, doing the things that help us transition to life without Jason Kelsey. We just need you one more year. And and I'm telling you from my perspective, if I could have just if I could have just done it one more had my body allowed me yeah. to to do one more, I certainly would have and I absolutely wouldn't regret it. I know, I, I looking back, if I were in your spot and I still had the juice in me, if I still had gas in the tank, you don't want to wonder what could have been, what could have happened to your career, what could you have won with those teammates you love so much. You don't want to wonder what if. Just keep going. Well, you also you wonder to what extent the way the Eagles season ended impacts his decision to, to come back or not. Now, look, we'll see. I think we'll know in the next month on Kelsey. But you want to show Kelsey the love today on this Valentine's Day, please do at 215-592-9494. So as I alluded to uh, a few moments ago, we have a second poll question today, and I think this one's a toughie. And I really want to put people in a bind to answer this question. Has Jason Kelsey passed Brian Dawkins as the most beloved Eagles player this century? Yes or no? Ooh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's not that tough. All right, everyone put those thinking caps on. We're going to get into that. Let's talk to our next guest, Shil Kapati. He does wonderful work for the ringer. Again, you can uh, weigh in on all that at 215-592-9494. And let's talk to Shiel as we wrap up an NFL season. Good morning, Shiel. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. Doing well, Shiel. So, Shiel, a lot of ways to go. Let's just do a, a quick little one or two on the Super Bowl, and then we'll burst forward with the Eagles stuff. Um, biggest takeaway you had from Super Bowl 58, what was it? You know, one of the big ones I have is is Kyle Shanahan reminded me of Eagles era Andy Reid. You know, I'm watching both these coaches talk after the game, and I'm looking at Andy Reid, and now he's a Hall of Famer and all-time great, and I'm thinking about 20 years it took him to win that first Super Bowl, and I'm thinking about those NFC Championship games when I was a kid, and they kept knocking on the door, and they couldn't get over the hump, and he really needed a reset and a new a new home. 
and Patrick Mahomes, by the way, uh, to get over the hump and win the Super Bowl. And then I'm looking at Kyle Shanahan, looking all sad, knocking on the door for the last five years and hasn't been able to get there. So it just kind of reinforces the randomness, the luck, how hard it is to, to get that one season where the ball bounces your way and you get that Lombardi trophy. It sounds to me like uh, maybe week – he's got a chance if he comes here. We can be that second – Destination. If who Shield. comes here? If Kyle Shanahan oh, for the comes world. here, wow. he can win wow. here. Doesn't what, that seem what, obvious what now? In the world. No. Uh, the 49ers, they've got the second best odds when you look at it all uh, for for next year's Super Bowl. Shield. Why should they have the second best odds when we just saw when the Eagles just proved how difficult it is to lose that game and get back to that game? Yeah, I disagree with those odds. I think that's probably just standard that the two teams that make the Super Bowl have have great odds going into the next season. But if you look at it, the course of history in the NFL since 2000, there's only been one scenario where a team loses the Super Bowl and gets back the following year, and that's the Patriots. Eagles beat them, and then the next year they get back. There's been no other team since 2000 that loses and gets back. It's just so hard. You you know, those players after that game are just thinking about, man, we we did all this. And we didn't win, and now we got to go to OTAs and like it's it just there's so many issues that come uh, after you lose the Super Bowl that that it makes it very difficult. So I would be surprised. I think they're still a good team, they're still a talented team, but I would be surprised if the 49ers got back there next year. So Shield, speaking of next year's Super Bowl, you know we're talking a lot today about whether the Eagles have a window open for the Super Bowl. The odds makers say the Eagles have the eighth best chance to win it. Sort of ties into the Reddick thing, how to prioritize, what to prioritize. Would you say the Eagles have an open Super Bowl window? Yeah, when you said eighth, uh, Joe, you know, that, that makes sense to me. I, I would put them in that range around, you know, eight to ten if I'm listing teams off that have the best chance to win the Super Bowl next year. Uh, I think right around eight makes sense. So the window is open. Now we got to see how this thing works out with the coaching hires and Nick Sirianni in a new role and then the personnel stuff they do this offseason. So let's see where we're at after free agency trades and the draft. But, yeah, I think you look at the core. They still have, specifically on offense, they still have young talent, guys who should be in their prime, guys who should be able to play well next season. So uh, I'm not going to predict right now that, yeah, they're going to go ahead and win it. But uh, I think they're right around that that range that you mentioned. All right, Shil, let's role play on the Hassan Reddick situation here for a sec. So I'm Hassan. I go to the Eagles and say I want a new contract. And they say we want to give you a new contract. And he says I want uh, $110 million. And they say, well, we want to give you $70 million. Um, You know, obviously it's pretty easy to tell they haven't been able to agree to terms yet, and that is what leads to the Eagles opening up the chance for him to explore elsewhere. What do your instincts tell you about how this situation will end? Yeah, I was thinking, thinking about this, and I was looking at kind of compensation for edge rushers in recent years, and really it starts with the second-round pick. When you talk talk about guys who have been as productive as Hassan Reddick uh, over the years, I mean, last three seasons, I think he's sixth in the NFL in sacks. He's been a pretty consistently productive player. Other thing working in the Eagles' favor if they do want to pursue a trade is that you look at the edge market in free agency. There are two studs out there. Both those guys are probably going to get franchise tagged, in my opinion. So if there are teams out there who say, man, we can add a double-digit sack guy uh, who's 30 years old, not young, but uh, not past his his prime either, um, then Hassan Reddick could make sense. Now, if you're the Eagles, and we just talked about it, and you're trying to win a Super Bowl next year, 
do you want to give that guy away for a second round pick? You know, I, I think in terms of a contract extension, looking at it, you're probably looking at between 17 million and 20 million per year when you're looking at uh, the edge market, in my opinion. So, um, you know, my, my gut says I think that maybe they work something out. That he go, you know, his agent maybe looks at other teams and uh, they see what's out there, and maybe it's not better than what the Eagles could offer him. Maybe there's not that middle ground of, of a deal where Hassan Reddick gets paid and the Eagles get the compensation they want. I mean, there's a lot that has to go right there. So I guess my gut would say. He comes back uh, on a new deal, uh, on an extension, but I can't say I feel like uh, you know 90% about that. I think it's more of a toss-up right now. Shield, what is the advantage of going about it this way? Uh, you know, They did it this way with Slay last season. Hey, you can go seek a trade. Uh, doesn't this sort of methodology potentially create negative uh, lingering negative effects you know like ripples between the player and the, and the team that, that never really go away yeah that I mean that is a good point I, I think you're right you know you're, you're telling the player you're not worth what you think you're worth but it, I, I don't know the you know what a better way would be to go about it when you have that disagreement I mean Hassan Reddick and his camp obviously have a number where they think hey we're worth X amount of money and the Eagles are saying well we, we can't pay you that amount of money we can we like you but we can only go to this number and so when you get to that point and you have a relationship with the agent you tell the agent listen if you go out there and there's another team willing to pay you what you think you're worth then we will work with you on that so um, I think it's in good faith when you do something like that but at the same time you're right John if the guy ends up coming Coming back, uh, now all of a sudden there can be some of those hard feelings. Shil Kapati here with us. Shil, what, in your opinion, is the likelihood that the Eagles can rebuild the defense enough in 2024 to be a contender in 2024? I think there's a good chance they can get to competency. Like, I don't think they're going to be, you know, like a top five unit in 2024. I think there are too many roster holes to get to that spot, but when you add the defensive coordinator and you have some draft capital to work with and you have some moves you can make in free agency, I can. I think you can get to a level where you can be mediocre. Now, no one's throwing a parade for mediocre, yeah. but if you, if you look at you know the NFL, a lot of times if you have like a top five offense and maybe the 15th ranked defense, those teams are in contention to win a Super Bowl. Like You can win a Super Bowl that way. And the other thing is you need a defense that can game plan for a specific opponent. I mean, listen, the Chiefs defense was great all season long, but in previous years, Steve Spagnola, you looked at those defenses, they weren't great during the regular season, but when it was, hey, you have time in the playoffs to create a special game plan, special wrinkles for this specific opponent, he's been a coordinator who's been able to do that. And I think Vic Fangio, when you hire a coordinator like that, with that type of experience, that's what you hope you're getting. So it's not necessarily about the statistics in the regular season. I think he'll give you a chance to win in a lot of those games, but I think it'll be more so, hey, in these big spots in the playoffs, uh, you feel like you have an edge there. And the coordinator upgrade on the offensive side of the ball, how much do you like Kellen Moore? Yeah, I, I do like him. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say like uh, over the moon. You know, they've been a little up and down. Even the Chargers last year with Justin Herbert weren't great. And you saw the Cowboys last year in their first year without him. They didn't really miss him. They were really uh, the same offense. But I think he makes sense because I think the things he has – expertise in uh, in terms of motion, in terms of adding some more under center uh, play action, in terms of moving the pocket. Like he has experience doing all these things. He had a great relationship with Dak Prescott. So I think they were in a spot where they said, we can't, we're not just going to 
totally reinvent the offense and do something completely different than we've done. We need to add layers to this thing where we become harder to defend, where we can put our playmakers in mm-hmm. positions to succeed. Uh, and I think Kellen Moore is the guy who, who can help you get to that point. We need to make Sorry. more out of the, the under center versus not under center thing. Like, it th- th- really is a thing. And uh, I, I don't know if there's a lot of emotion that goes into it. I know that some quarterbacks are really particular about what they like and what they don't like. And we know Jalen does a lot of shotgun. We haven't seen him under center much. Is this going to be people bumping heads at the NovaCare facility? Yeah, it was so weird, John, because they had a, a game late in the season where I remember the first possession they ran under center play action, and Jalen Hurts threw a beautiful ball to Dallas Goddard near the left sideline. It's like, oh, well, okay, he can do it. Like, mm-hmm. why are and you don't have to be top five. I'm not saying you have to be top five in that type of thing, but, you know, statistically, it's been proven at a pretty high level that play action when you're under center works a lot better than, you know, out of shotgun. You know, yeah. you're really pulling those linebackers up and creating windows in the middle of the field, which is another area where the Eagles need to attack better. So um, I think, again, I think it's just mixing it in more. You don't want to be so predict- predictable, uh, so one-dimensional in some of these things. You want to be more in the middle where defenses have to prepare for it and it's in your toolbox where if you need to call on it, you can call on it. So yeah, we'll see. You're right. I mean, it it might be a situation where he might not be as comfortable, but uh, I don't know. I I think in the small sample we saw, I see no reason why he can't do that, especially given a full offseason of practicing it. How important is Jalen's new quarterback coach, Doug Nussmeyer, and, and what do you know about him? Yeah, I, I don't know a whole lot unless, uh, other than he's been, you know, with uh, with Kellen Moore there, and so yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's an important hire. I mean, Brian Johnson. Remember, we we all thought Brian Johnson was a terrific quarterbacks coach. I mean, Jalen Hurts made that terrific leap from 2021 to 2022, and that's why Brian Johnson uh, got promoted there. And so that that is going to be a, a big hire. That's the guy who is in Jalen Hurts' ear to a large degree. But uh, I do think when you have an offensive-minded head coach in Sirianni, that Kellen Moore is probably going to be the guy who is going to need that connection uh, with Jalen Hurts. And that that's going to be the key relationship with Nussmeyer kind of reinforcing the things that uh, Kellen Moore is teaching. Sheila Kapati here. All right, Sheila, in this offseason, now the Eagles embark on it. Let's get to, to two philosophical questions as it relates to roster construction. Question one. Will they, should they, change their philosophy at linebacker? Should they pay a linebacker? Should they draft a linebacker in the first round? Will they, should they? Uh, I don't think they will. Now, should they? I'm all for getting a stud linebacker in here. I will tell you this. You look around the NFL, and there are not a lot of them out there. I mean, I I could name maybe five to ten uh, off-ball linebackers where you said these are true difference makers. And we watched one of them uh, in that game in the Super Bowl in Fred Warner. But they're really – it's a position where the things those guys are being asked to do right now, not a lot of guys are capable of it. So uh, in terms of philosophy, can you get a little bit more aggressive, you know, in the draft? Yeah, I mean, they've drafted linebackers in the second round previously. And if you see the right guy, you can do that. Free agency, trades all those things. I just think they have to reach a level of, like, you know, competency that they did not have last year. You know, the Super Bowl year, like Nigel Bradham, he wasn't Fred Warner, but he was a really good player. Who sure was. The team yep. and, and did a good job. So I think it's more that and he was type tough. Of yeah, 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 I think you need those, you know, and I think you have to go to Fangio with that because it is an important position mm-hmm. in his defense. And, hey, what kind of guys do you want? Because here's the th- one thing I have on my radar, guys, is that pers- the personnel question in terms of what Fangio wants. 
and what they're giving him. You know, that is an area where it, it, they, that, they really have to be aligned there because Fangio yeah. needs safeties and he needs linebackers, and that's not typically where the Eagles have, uh, have invested mm. their money in recent years. So that's something to really keep an eye on this offseason. All right, Shield, final one. They are going to be tasked with a, a tough decision, at least I think it is, at wide receiver. Um, they don't normally pay wide receivers a ton. They broke that mold with A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith's about to get probably a 20-plus million-dollar contract. We just saw the Chiefs win two Super Bowls in a row after trading Tyreek Hill and having a bunch of cheap guys at wide receiver. Do you think this, the Eagles really are going to be committing 45 to $50 million a year at wide receiver? Is that a mistake? Uh, I don't think it's a mistake. I don't think you can read anything into the, how the Chiefs won their Super Bowl. I mean, if you put Patrick Mahomes here, you can do a lot of things. I can build the <laughs> roster 400 different ways with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, no. I, listen, I've been pretty firm on this. I fully expect Devontae Smith to be back on a, on a big contract with the Eagles. I don't, the, Howie Roseman is not in the business of using a first-round pick on a player at a premium position who proves himself on that rookie contract and then not paying him. I mean, I, I literally cannot name a guy. When they draft somebody early and that guy performs, they extend them. That's at the core of their philosophy, and I think they should extend him because I, I think you want to be hard to defend. I think both those guys are in their mid to late 20s. They're still in their prime. You want to win with both those guys. So, yeah, I'm, I, if I were me, I would have no issue paying him. You figure out other areas of the roster – uh, that you know you have to make do with what you have there, but uh, I want both those guys on my team, and I, I think the Eagles are going to be doing the same thing. All right, Shield, great work. Thanks, pal. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Shield. All right, guys, take care. All right, there Thanks, he is, Shield Capadia. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.